1: it's the score north twin show reckless speculation reckless speculation
0: it's a reckless speculation wednesday on a thursday or thursday on a wednesday it's a reckless speculation thursday on a wednesday
2: i thought it was wednesday all of yesterday up until like Halfway through the day, so I
0: thought it was. I thought it was Thursday all up until I was going through like our, uh, you know, sponsorship spreadsheet, and I was like, "How oh, we only have like two days left in the week?" I just found out it was Wednesday, and then I. By the way, I didn't. I forgot to prep write that down until like twenty minutes ago, oh, too. Okay, so I guess twenty minutes ago I realized it was it was Wednesday.
1: But we're good. We're good on write that down. It's a lot of confusion right there, you guys. Uh, I'm the old one here.
2: Uh, spoiler alert, but Schefter snipes two of my write that down predictions already. Mm-hmm. This morning. Two of them.
0: Yeah. Dude, Schefter's on fire this morning. So we got uh, we got we got Vikings stuff we'll get to on Purple Daily, but today is a day on the Scorn twin show for speculating recklessly. Reckless speculation. Because this report came out sort of a a bombshell in some ways. Like in terms of like you know, the trade deadline is a month past, right? So Jeff Passen comes out from ESPN and he writes. The Los Angeles Angels placed nearly a quarter of their roster on waivers Tuesday, including starters Lucas Giolito, reliever uh some sorry, starter Lucas Giolito, relievers Matt Moore, Ronaldo Lopez, and Dominic Leone, and then outfielders Hunter Renfro and Randall Gritchik, prompting a flurry of intrigue leading up to Thursday when the teams that win the waiver claims will be revealed, sources told ESPN. The use of waivers in which the Angels essentially will give away these players. Yes. All they're going to get is a $50,000 waiver fee and salary relief stunned the baseball industry. <laughs> so the the waiver trade, there used to be a, a waiver trade deadline and a non waiver trade deadline. And it was like just another thing that made baseball confusing to talk about with your friends at a bar. Yep. So a couple years ago, they said, let's make it less confusing. There's one trade deadline, and that's it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't prevent teams from straight-up dumping players. You guys ever been in a fantasy league where, like, some owner just gets sick of the league and puts, like, all of their – and, like, Yahoo and ESPN had to put in blockers on the website to say, okay, there's certain players you can't just drop, right? The Angels are just flat-out dropping a handful of their best players – And teams can claim them in order of worst record to best record. And the twins are right in the thick of teams that could get these players or at least one of the players.
1: Now, here's the supposed logic. And by the way, it makes zero sense. But the supposed, according to what Jeff Passan wrote uh, in the story about this on ESPN.com, if all six Angel players are claimed, the team stands to save around seven million in salary over the final month of the season. Enough, perhaps, to push its payroll beneath the two hundred thirty-three million dollar competitive tax, uh, competitive balance tax threshold. Dipping below the tax allows the Angels to recoup a second round pick as compensation if. Otani leaves, which he is oh, leaving. Yeah,
0: this ain't going to help, by the way. You're trying to go, a oh, we're agent. a great organization,
1: trust us. Instead of a fourth round pick. But what this really is, is it's a, it's a huge salary dump. And keep in mind, too, like Lucas Giolito cost the Angels two really good prospects. So they have already they already in these trades to go for it. Have mortgaged the system, and now they're trying to save. Now, now, just to be clear, this is a great talker because the twins are like right in the the twins are in the storm. But and he doesn't. If if Rob Manfred had the correct intestinal fortitude, he would step in and stop this. But like you this can't, is how na- how can, how can yeah. you stop it? It's or part punish of them it somehow. Rules. But they got to be punished. There's precedent. There's precedent here, boys. Bowie Kuhn Kuhn in the 70s, Charlie Finley legally tried to sell uh, Vita Blue, I think, to the Yankees, Raleigh Fingers to the Red Sox, and I want to say Joe Rudy to the Reds. And Bowie Kuhn stepped in and invoked the the, uh, best interest of baseball clause. You could invoke that. That's vague. It, It is, but what they're doing here is they're going to affect, they're going to potentially affect this race completely with what is not in necessarily the best interest of the game, unless you're a Twins fan. <laughs> right. Then it might be in the best, and then you know what you're thinking? Hell yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Before you start, Phil, do you guys recall at the deadline, what were the two areas of need that the Twins did not address? Bullpen?
0: Well, bu- bu- a bu- bullpen and, and, and right-handed a right-handed corner. power bat or a right-handed yes. bat of some corner kind. Corner up- right? outfielder, Yeah. So well, here are the players again that are available. So Lucas Giolito, just a rock solid right-handed starting pitcher. I don't think he would. Supply, I don't think he would sit atop your rotation. Like, there's been times in his career where yeah. the best version of Lucas Giolito would be a number one starter on a playoff team. I think in terms of this year, last year, he, like, let's say you claimed Lucas Giolito. Let's just start right there. Mm-hmm. And and you won the waiver claim. I think Lucas Giolito would be in your three-man playoff rotation.
1: Mm. he'd be you know i'd say he'd be competing for it i don't know he would be i i it depends on how joe ryan pitches but he definitely could make a he definitely would be a candidate for it
2: okay Uh, i'd have Uh, and then i'd have joe ryan over lucas
1: right now okay absolutely i
0: don't 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 know if it's absolute i don't know if it's absolutely but but he'd be a
1: He'd be a good pickup. I mean, yeah, I would
2: put him in the, I would put him, i not debate that a stash option, but I, Joe Ryan's a better pitcher than Lucas Giolito.
0: I think at his best right now, I agree, Joe Ryan, but, but Joe Ryan, you know, blew a tire a month ago and he's had one start. So we got we got to see it, but, but it'd be, it'd be a nice little option, especially if you get into a longer yes. series where you need a fourth starter and all of a sudden now you got Lucas Giolito in the mix, uh, on the reliever front. So Dominic Leon is, he's kind of just like a journeyman guy in his early thirties. He's, he's just kind of a guy. Although a guy who's just a guy might be one of your seventh inning, you know, uh, bullpen bridge guys. But so Matt Moore, veteran, he's in his what mid thirties now. Very good left-handed reliever, <laughs> with sort of like reverse splits. He he gets righties out at a better clip than lefties, but he's also good against lefties. Matt Moore would slot in as one of your two, three for sure, maybe two best relievers today, right?
1: Yes, yes. Matt, Matt Moore is exactly what I think a lot of Twins fans wanted at the deadline, right? Mm-hmm. Like, go get a go get a really quality bullpen arm for the playoffs. I think Matt Moore, it's fair to say, at this point still in, in his career, he would qualify as exactly the type of guy that, if you had made a trade at the deadline, Matt Moore is the type of guy that you would have tried to trade for.
0: Yeah, Ronaldo Lopez. You know, oh, sorry, Dak. Go, I was
2: going to say, he's definitely the number one option here in terms of the Angels players that um, were claimed. Um, I think he would be a perfect addition to the bullpen. He's a fire. I mean, tell. I guess show me the reason why Matt Moore would not be an addition in this bullpen and why they wouldn't put in the waiver claim on him. I I can't see any reason why they
0: wouldn't do it. Uh, Yeah. Well, let's come back to sort of the why and the mechanics. I have a couple questions about that. Ronaldo Lopez is, is a solid reliever. I don't think he's as good as Matt Moore, but you know, he would probably be one of your seventh, eighth inning bridge guys. And then on the hitter side, this is where it's really interesting. Hunter Renfro and Randall Grichuk are just classic power corner outfielder bats. These guys have combined for, like, almost 400 career Major League home runs. They've been doing it. I mean, Hunter Renfro is basically just, like, every single year, he's a new 25-30 home run assassin for another team. Go back, he, Padres for a few years, and then uh, Tampa Bay in 2020, and then Boston 2021, Milwaukee 2022, Angels this year and he just mashes at pretty much every stop. So the the question would be, if you decided to get your hands on one of the – and Randall Gritchick's kind of the same way. He's been with St. Louis, Toronto, Colorado, Angels. Are these guys that you would bring in, or one of them, and then like, would, would you just platoon with a Max Kepler and a Matt Walner? Would it just be that simple? Maybe. But it gives you a lot more options against right. different starting pitchers and different relievers in a playoff series.
1: Yep. I think the question is this: um, Are Renfro or Grichik uh, an upgrade on Luplo? And I think that the answer is yes, Oh. easily, not even, right? Not even like a so, yeah. so yeah. So it's hey, Jordan Luplo, thanks for your service. We've absolutely loved you, but you're gone now. Um, but I mean, this is like this is for the Twins, and w- when you go through uh, w- what is going to be the waiver claim process, Phil, it's going to be clear. This is like Christmas come again. It's like you miss Christmas, and now the baseball gods are like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you miss Christmas once, but you know what? We're going to give you a second opportunity. That's what this is.
0: Yes. So here's here's how it works, and I, and I have a couple questions on this. But the waiver order is determined reverse order of record. So the like the Oakland Days have the worst record in baseball, and then the Royals. So they are number one and number two in the claim, you might say, well, okay, well, the twins have a pretty good record. The twins have the, have are they're 19th in the waiver claim order. Mm-hmm. So, well, my God, there's a, we only just listed five or six players. I mean, how in the world are the, are, is the waiver claim process going to get to 19? Well, here's the thing. These players are all free agents at the end of the season. And so if you're out of contention, there's really no reason. If you're like the, the Royals or the Rockies or the Tigers,
1: you're not claiming any of these guys.
0: Yeah, why would you why would you pay like a few million dollars to Lucas G or whatever it is, like a million or two million dollars to Lucas G. Alito when you're not gonna win anything anyways, right? So if there was multiple years left on the contracts, the Angels probably wouldn't do this. But these teams might have more interest that, that are out of contention in picking these players up. So from what I can tell, A's, Royals, Rockies, White Sox, Cardinals, Pirates, Tigers, Mets, Nationals, Guardians. I think the guardians have kind of waved the white flag. Uh, Padres angels obviously are, uh, are putting these players on waivers. And then the Yankees, those 13 teams are eliminated. Mm -hmm. They are no longer fighting for a playoff spot, right? Yep. Once you get to Marlins Reds, these are all teams that are like 500, slightly above 500. The giants, Red Sox, diamondbacks. Those are the five teams that are still fighting for a playoff spot in front of the twins. So in theory, all five of those teams could put claims in on players and swipe these guys before you get to the Twins. But it's pretty likely that the Twins are going to have access to at least one or two of these players, if not more, right? That's fair to say.
1: Yes. Yes, because you you can – so the the first team that actually wants to can claim all five, but you're not going to. So, like, you might claim one. You might claim – because this is the thing that intrigues me uh, probably beyond – giolito's availability phil what intrigues me about this is part of this is like a twins recipe for what they need and they're going to be first so it's not like teams competing with the twins can can be like well we know what the twins need so we're going to claim said player because those teams for the most part are better than the twins so like if you can get in there and let's just say you grab or put claims on more and renfro and the twins very well might be the first team to do exactly that. They can get both players. Now it's gonna cost them, but my question is who cares at this point in time? Um, so like this is a very this is not this is reckless speculation, but it is not pie in the sky. It's not, you know, we're not suggesting the
2: impossible reckless speculation.
1: Derek Falvey has been granted a wish. It's a wonderful life, has like coming coming to the twins target field, right? Here's what would happen if we gave you the trade deadline again. And so I think this is incredibly plausible. With the guys that we talked about, who are probably their top priority, and it's two guys, I think it is very possible that the Twins could get both, and if not both, certainly one.
0: Okay, if they claim one of the hitters here real quick, and I, and I have put together, maybe we can do this like tomorrow or, or Friday for sure, I've put together an updated 26-man playoff roster for the Twins, sort of what, what I would do once Buxton comes back. Buxton and Kirloff are going to be at uh, the ballpark in St. Paul tonight at CHS field. Buxton in center field, Kirloff as a DH. So I'm just going to give you guys like once those guys are back in no particular order, like here are the 14, I think it's 14. Yeah. The 14 position players, which one are you bumping for like Hunter Renfro off the roster? You got Julian, uh, Polanco, Lewis, Kepler Kirillov, Correa Buxton, Walner Jeffers, Vasquez, Michael A. Taylor, Donnie Barrels, Kyle Farmer, Willie Castro. Because he's on the way back too. Which one of those guys are you kicking off the island for Hunter Renfro?
1: Um, probably for for the first round, probably Castro. Yeah, you probably have to. Even
0: though he's, I want the he's flex- like your best base stealer guy, he has 29 stolen bases. Yeah,
1: I just want the flexibility of, of the fact that now if a team brings in a southpaw you know, in the seventh or something, now I've got Renfro potentially off my bench, or as a starter, if they face a southpaw. So probably Castro.
2: Uh, yes. I, I'm passing on Hunter Renfro. I actually don't want Hunter Renfro on this roster at all. I will take my chances with a Willie Castro. And even I, I think I was looking this up yesterday. Uh, he does not really hit left-handed pitching all that well. He hits two fifty, three oh four, three fifty six 356 slash against left-handed pitching. So it's not like um, if they were to bring him in and deface a lefty and he is a right-handed hitter, he mashes that. He actually has reverse splits. He hits... Um, he hits the gets righties better than lefties, so I'm I'm out on on that. I don't want Hunter Renfro on this team.
0: Okay, well, what about just his overall 800 OPS versus all pitching the last three years? That doesn't interest you, no. For a a a, a bottom half of the league offense, no.
2: I'd rather I'd rather roll this offense than add Hunter
0: Renfro and kick someone off it. Willie Castro over Hunter Renfro. I'm yes. out on Castro if it means getting Renfro. Uh,
2: I'm, yeah. fine. I'm fine with Willie Castro. Uh, I'd rather have Willie Castro.
0: So so you're good with this offense as constructed all the way through the bench bats. Yep. Yes, in I In a key spot, you're cool with Kyle Farmer coming up
1: instead of Hunter Renfro. Yes. Okay.
2: At this point, yes.
1: Judd? I'm not. <laughs> um, Castro also has a tendency, and, and again, I, I like to think in playoff terms, Castro's tendency of making bad mistakes. He's
0: kind of a dumb baseball player.
1: He's not. Yes, he's, he's got a talent and I think he tries hard. Like he's the kid who tries hard. So I'm not trying to beg on Castro, but, um, he's made some incredibly stupid, short sighted plays And and one of my complaints right now with this team and aside from last night, clearly they have uh, since the all-star break generated a lot more offense. One of my complaints is this isn't a smart baseball team and I don't want to add more dumb players to it. Like their, their ability on the base paths, is I I think would, would make a guy like Molitor or Maurer puke. So yes, I am bumping Castro off. I think it's fair.
2: Uh, Renfro also grounded into fifteen double plays this year, eleven last year. He has a tendency to roll over a lot of balls. I'd rather take the defensive reliability and Willie really Castro over Hunter Renfro.
0: Can we all agree that we'd take Matt Moore over yes. all of these guys? Yes. Just give me yeah. give me a good veteran, relatively lights out reliever to to just. Build a better bridge to Duran.
2: He is automatically in the tier one, tier two, whatever you want to call it. Like he's not as good as, as Duran, but he's probably, re- he slots right behind him. I feel really good about a bullpen that has Matt Moore leading in to Juwan Duran in a playoff game. I, as I said earlier, I don't see any reason if the, if the twins get, if someone else claims it because they weren't, they were in front of the twins, I get that. But if I figure out the twins just passed on Matt Moore, I'm going to be completely dumbfounded. Can't, can't find
0: we'll any know. good
1: reason. Any well, good no.
0: reason. We we will know for sure.
1: So, and the, the thing, too, the strategic thing about this uh, from the Angels, which is, I guess, smart time manipulative, is this. These guys uh, are going to be eligible to be claimed on Thursday, which, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, is the last day you can be claimed to be on, playoff rosters. If the Twins pass on Matt Moore, they should be savaged. Yes. Then they're not serious. Um If because I mean, that is that is to me just a complete duh, like you're being again granted a second chance here. The outfield thing, I'm claiming I, if I if they get to me, I'm claiming at least one of those two. Yeah, I at least want the option, like, why not?
0: Exactly. So, super, super interesting. Um, we'll see this. So, this will all come to light on Thursday, and then we can Mm kind of see which teams put claims in you know the the twins take a shot at multiple players here but just kind of, kind of an un- at least in recent history this doesn't really happen you usually like in the but before the, the the two different trade deadlines everybody would go through waivers because if they clear waivers you can then trade them to anyone in the league after the uh after the non-waiver trade deadline but the, but now that that's gone it's like the, the only reason you'd put a guy through waivers is to get rid of him which is what the angels are doing with good players here so um before we get to our immaculate grid here on the Scorner Twin Show, let's shout out our friends over at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. You know, there's still some time left. There's still some summertime left here. Okay, I know Labor Day's on the horizon, but man, it's going to be like in the mid to upper 90s even like a week from now. These Bennington this pontoons weekend. this weekend it's going to be in yeah. the 90s. There's uh, four Power Lodge locations: Brainerd, Ramsey, Anamia, and Sock Rapids, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud.
1: They call it throttle therapy for a reason. It's because as sports fans in this state, we need as much therapy as we can possibly get. And look at that on the water. Can you, and and Phil's right. Okay, Labor Day is here. The kids are going back to school. But folks, adults out there, That leaves you the opportunity to, while the kids are at school, take a day off, enjoy the water, enjoy the Bennington. This is a perfect time of year to get out and enjoy those gorgeous sunsets.
0: And uh, it's almost Polaris ATV and snowmobile season as well, so keep an eye out for that. MillerMarine.com and PowerLodge.com. Also, a shout-out to our friends at Nutrisource, the official pet food of our dogs here on the Scornar Twin Show, Maya, Stella, and uh, our guy Vinny with his
1: frog legs. I got yelled at this morning, and Uh I'm not joking. 7 a.m. So she thought Pop Pop was tardy, right? So she gets off the bed, and I'm like, Stella, I got a little bit more. I just hit the snooze. Let me sleep needless to say, I didn't sleep that little girl on the left, right there. She said, you get up right now and you get me my Nutrisource. And I did exactly that. Cause guess what? I'm being pushed around by my dog. Cause she loves the food so much.
2: That's what Vinny does too. Vinny, uh, Vinny, makes sure that, uh, Hey, peasant get up, go get me that. I know where the treats are. If you walk in that pantry and you go exactly to the right, I know I'm gonna get a Nutrisource treat and I will sit there until you give me that dang treat.
0: Yes, our dogs are fueled by NutriSource, and your dogs (laughs) can be too. Go to NutriSourcePetFoods.com to find a NutriSource retailer near you. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, it's time for the Immaculate Grid Challenge here. I I think yesterday was the easiest one that we've done. At least, like, our brains kind of meshing together made it the easiest one that we've done. Although we did get
1: ripped. I I saw a tweet that that we forgot a, uh, a, a former twin, right? A couple former twins? I didn't see that. Yeah, we forgot a couple former twins in, I think, the Dodgers and somebody else. Oh, I think, also. was it
0: Kyle Gibson, maybe one of them or something? It I mean, there's always going to be, of course, you're going to, there's only nine there's, slots here, okay? There's, there's thousands critics out there. of former twins. There's critics out there. So here's what we're looking for today. We're looking to go nine for nine. If we can if we can show off with a low uh, rarity score, that'd be great. But first and foremost, we're looking for an Oriole who was a red an Oriole who was a giant and an Oriole with a 300 career batting average or a 300 career batting average player who played for the Orioles, I guess is the way you would frame that an Astro who was a red an Astro who was a giant and then a 300 career average player who played for the Astros at some point. And then a Padre who was a red, a Padre who was a giant and a Padre who had a 300 career batting average.
1: Well, that one's I mean, Tony Gwynn's going to be the
0: six minutes yeah, on the clock.
1: Here we go. Alright, a red who was an Oriole. The great Frank Robinson played for both teams. Ooh, okay. Oh wow. 42%. Oh, oh, you old people get me there. Okay. Holy cow. Yeah, I like tough. To apologize. San Francisco and Baltimore? Uh pitchers. Um who's the guy who was who who was uh, uh B- Baltimore gave up on all those pitchers a couple of years ago. Um. Yeah, what's his name? San Francisco. Starter, right? Gausman, right? Yeah. Yes. Because the, then he's, he's now echo, in town, Echo, echo, right?
2: echo. I don't know where that echo's coming from. Someone judge, we got had, we had Judd a new mic, but we're still uh perfecting it a little bit.
0: We'll figure it out. Okay. Our rarity score is killed, so we can just kind of go as, uh, yep. as we please. here.
1: 300 career average for an Oriole. Uh,
0: no, no, no. Well, Cal Ripken, probably, right?
1: Eddie Murray, maybe. Cal
0: Eddie Biggeron. Murray hit 300.
1: Boy. I'm trying tough. to think of other... Uh, Brooks Robinson, he was a hell of a player. He's a great third baseman. Yes, he was.
2: Ripken? Ripken our best bet here. I mean, Ripken's... Ripken had just it, do it Ripken, right?
0: Cal Ripken, let's do it. Just do Ripken. Oh, no! No! What? What? Whoa! What? Oh, I'm gonna look that up real quick. How? Uh, whoa! You know what happened? He probably hung on too long. I'll bet you that's what happened. Try, you know, playing uh, every day, three thousand straight. Two seventy
2: six wasn't really oh. particularly close.
0: Ready Murray? No, no, dude, I think uh, I think he hung on too long. He yeah. was. uh... No, I he mean, wasn't. he he hit above three hundred twice,
1: three times. Now I'm gonna look up Orioles who hit three hundred. Yeah, five,
0: time, five times for Cal Ripken.
2: Altuve uh, L- will be high for Astros, but he's a
0: 300-hitter. Okay. If you Let's want it. That one. Okay. That's fine. BGO probably fits in there. but
2: 89. Good God.
0: 89. Damn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Gwy- I mean, Gwynn. Yeah, Gwyn. yeah we, want to just, win. we want to just go just, for the highest score possible. We're screwed. Okay. Gwynn. Uh, 93. This is great. 93%! Yeah. That's great.
1: Okay. Uh... Did Bruce Bochy play for the Giants? He managed them, and he played for San Diego. Uh, who else? I don't know. A These nationally League League teams, man, this is some tough. I can't complain too much about this one. San Diego and San. Did, did Lincecum,
0: Lincecum pitch for the Astros or no?
1: No Angels. Angels. Hmm. Did Hunter Did Hunter Pence play for San Francisco and Houston?
0: Yes, it's yeah. a good one. That's a very good one. No, this is just
1: 28. So disappointed.
0: 28 percent. This is for the, the the highest score we're ever going to have this, here. This
1: is this sucks. Cincinnati so and oh, uh, Joe Morgan.
0: Okay. Joe Morgan? A Morgan.
1: Little elbow flap.
0: Forty. Forty percent. Oh man, yeah, look, I, I don't care
1: anymore. San Diego and Cincinnati. We, we got to go
0: back to the Oriole who hit 300. Let's let's get that one. Eddie Murray. Eddie Murray hit 300. Yeah, we might as well. Let's try burn it, it to the ground.
1: Down to the ground.
2: Nope, he did not.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Got a giant in padre somewhere.
1: Um,
0: Did Heath Bell pitch for the, for the uh, Giants? Um, no, he did.
1: The Marlins. He went to the Marlins.
0: I might have just made that up. The yeah. um, just made that up. <laughs> um, I'm really Giants, sad Giants. about this Orioles 300 thing.
2: Jason Marquis. Did Marquis play for the Reds?
1: Hey, hey, mm. try try Bruce Bochy, B-O-C-H-Y, the guy yeah, who's screwed it Try him for this one. Right. I hope it's wrong. Wrong. It's wrong. Six yeah? 11. Okay.
0: Wow, that's a wow. Wow. What let's an epic. get this off, get this off the, the screen. screen. Get no, this off the screen. No, let's, let's look at the film. Who's the Oriole that hit 300? All right. Trick question. There are none. They suck. Aver- this is the Okay, the average score was 4.6. Oh, this Robbie Alomar. Robbie Alomar.
1: Alomar. Oh, oh, hey.
0: Who else? Hold oh, on, go, go to the, okay. Will Myers, yeah. Jake Peavy. Yeah, I forgot that he pitched for the, the Giants. I did Will too. Myers. Will Myers is like the Edwin Jackson of.
1: eight
2: guys did it for the Orioles. Uh, okay,
0: so it can be like if you just, if you've played 10 games, apparently it counts. I guess, I mean, you could have yeah. even pitchers looks like, like Zach like Britton
2: could have qualified. Yeah, Vlad no. Guerrero qualified. Oh, um, this is crap.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, Vlad Guerrero, very, that's a good yeah. one. The Carl University. Reynolds, I don't know. Oh, no. Boy, well, listen, I, this, this is going to happen sometimes in the Immaculate Grid Challenge. You're just going to have to take your lumps and, you know, get back out there. I'm not happy about this. So, well, right. wow, that was a, But in fairness, everyone else seemed to struggle with that one, too. A 4.6 out of 9 is the average score.
1: There's three of the us point. here, and we're on something called the Ooh. Twin Show. we like it's a top 20 show. Apple. It's not we're, the we're Red like Show. like a top 20 Apple podcast. What's going on here?
0: It's clearly not the Orioles show.
1: We've just found that, that out, much. I guess. <laughs> no, but it so. might be. They're a fun team.
0: Anyhow, all right. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us here on the Scarnorth Twin Show. We will see if the Twins <laughs> land a bat or an arm sometime tomorrow.